Hello, I'm Scott Sockett. I'm Evan Novi williams And I'm Michael Barr. And this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast where we, we, big we, big we, we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Let's start with the Red Sox and the broom against Oof. the New York Yankees. Oof. 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 <laughs> and, oof. And this, oof. Not even like, this is not, oh, Yankee fan upset the Yankees lost. If you're the Yankees from a business perspective, the last thing you want is to be locked into a position where, as you get into those, you know, the, the August, Septembers, where it's pretty clear you're not winning the division, and it's pretty clear you're not missing the playoffs, you're going to be a, a safe wild card team. Yeah. Then what's the impetus to watch? I mean, you, you want to you want to be playing and watching for you got to keep interest involved in the team. I'm not sure falling nine games yeah. back and having a five whatever game lead that's a tough spot to be if you're asking fans to have a a real vested interest in a club in games that maybe don't matter all that much. But fans are still the Yankees are still one of the more exciting teams to watch in 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 the American oh, sure. League. You know, they have a few massive stars guys who you want to watch every at bat. What because- I want what I want Eben is that email from our friend Eric Handler that says record rating on yes, we love our Eric Handler record ratings because you know, if this was a if they were battling for first place come mid-September, late September, those numbers would be monster. Mm. And they're not going to be battling for first place. Worth also mentioning, a number of years ago, not not all that long ago, three four years ago, baseball redid its playoff system. You know, added that second wild card, which keeps teams in it longer. Also makes getting the first wild card not as guarantee as it used to be. Uh, do you think we eventually get to a point where we may see another change, given the fact that right now the two best teams probably in the American League are in the same division? One of them right now, it certainly looks like the Yankees is going to end up in a one-game playoff. Yeah. yeah, the Yankees could, you know, you run into a hot pitcher, they get eliminated the we're first, hearing, yeah, the first day of the playoffs. Right. Yes, uh, that seems like the kind of thing that baseball obviously would like to avoid in the future. I wonder if we'll see a change. Now that brings me to another point, and the one-game playoff for the wild card. I'm wondering if that needs to be amended. Well, we're, we're looking at this. Look. The NBA is now looking at the one to sixteen. If exactly. they can solve a travel schedule. It all boils down to, I think, what Eben hit on there. You don't want your dominant teams, your two best teams, playing at anything less than before championship. Something that means more. You don't want one of these dominant teams out earlier just because of how you position it. It would have been very nice this year to have seen like the Rockets and the Warriors play in the NBA Finals. And if they can solve the travel issues and you, know, you have teams based in Portland and travel more than others, per- perhaps... From the, from the dollars and cents perspective, Bar, and we know that's what drives most decisions, yeah. uh, the, the owners would probably like to get there. Yeah, if you seeded baseball this year based on just straight record, not divisions, you would have the Yankees and, and Red Sox on collision course for a for an ALCS showdown. Right. And, you know, the folks over at Turner right now, you can hear the drool from here. You know, that that is the dream come true. Does one hear and, drool? You hear drool. You hear drool. I think you hear. You can drool. hear my drool. Uh, it's, so, yeah. well, you've got a baritone drool. You're not. You're you're, you're a drool like no other. <laughs> Just but, say it. But I, but the the problem that I see with the playoff system in baseball. Playoffs. With the wild card. I just had to do one of the best lines. I had to do Playoffs. I just really don't like the one. At least maybe a best two out of three. Okay. Yeah, I, the, there's certainly some issues here. Then you get more games. I, 
as a guy who has worked at Yankee Stadium deep into October and there's no screen in the press box, Evan, were you there that year where I had to actually retire to the back room? Was that was I was I with you that time? Uh, I wasn't there, but, but I've I've covered the I mean, college football games. My there. You hands can't feel your were fingers. so cold, but I bought on the way. I bought the gloves that you know cover everything but the tip, so I could type. And I was in the first row of the press box, overlooking. But there's no glass. It was so cold. How I, cold was it, Johnny? Very cold. <laughs> I, I mean, you could. I just could not. I could not work. I had to actually, I was holding, I got cups of hot chocolate just to hold them to hopefully warm up so I could then type. That was not sustainable. So I had to, I just went to the back room. I watched the game on TV. It was the only way I could do my job. When At you the say, pinstripe bowl oh, wait, every Medina's year, in. they give out gloves. Good question. In. When you say you worked at Yankee Stadium, yes. did you work for their organization? Or no, you no, no, no. I was working for, for us. I was, I was trying to type, a, 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 I think it was a column at the time. I was trying to type. As the game was going on, and my they were just so cold, they were almost immobile. I, it Wait, just you didn't had work. a typewriter on your lap? I had my laptop. Your laptop? Oh, it's that's 105. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like not a Remington. Wait, 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 Medina, I know <laughs> you can't. I know you can't see me, but I'm not Michael Barr. Wait a minute. Where's my I ribbon? I don't know yeah. if this was like recently or like like 20 years ago. Like I was trying to. Sadly, it, it could have been 20 years ago. Wait, but, but I think. No, wait, no, 20 years ago, you still could have had a laptop. Uh, no, because the stadium the wasn't stadium. built. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say it was probably I, I don't know seven eight years ago. Yeah, open air press box, great in San Diego. Yes. Less good when you're covering Less than New York the Yankees, Yankees in November. Not that you really care about my comfort, but should the Yankees choose to put some sliding glass in the press box, they can close it in October. <laughs> I, I vote yes, and would be very appreciative. I got to tell you a quick story about a typewriter. About 32 years ago, 33, and I'm applying for a job at a radio station in Detroit, and I typed out, literally typed out my resume. I mean, it looked like something off of I Love Lucy and sent it in. And, and <laughs> you know, it, it, the, the news director looked at that, and he said, what in the Sam Hill is this? And I had to have someone back me to say, give him a chance, he, he's just stupid. And, and the rest is history. But I love the typewriters. They, they had a special thing. It's what Whiteout was all about. Yeah, Whiteout had a moment. <laughs> Whiteout had a, had a little moment there. Remington Steel. Did you have a Remington Steel? What'd you have? I had a Remington. Okay. I really didn't have a Remington. Very good. All right. I'm sorry. I, I got off track, as I usually do. <laughs> and uh, moving right along. This one I, 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 I like for several reasons. Not because of uh, so Indra intro Nuyi. and take it away. intro and take it away yeah and take it away PepsiCo CEO Indra Nuyi will step aside on October third after twelve years leading the company through the changing landscape of the soda and snack industry. Now I'm sad to see her step down, but what she did as an impact for the industry, especially in sports, she's the one. And Derek Jeter said this: Jeter got schooled by New Ye about business, which helped him move on into, you know, the Marlins and all the other stuff. So yeah, how'd that work out with the Marlins? It was yeah, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> that was wrong. Too easy. Too easy. Sorry. <laughs> I, I mean it's sorry. she had a big impact. So what can you well, say? I mean people if, if people aren't familiar, you say, well why are we talking about the Pepsi CEO on the sports business podcast? It's because of Pepsi's stature as right. a sponsor in the sports world. Uh, Indra Nuyi really does command where do we put these dollars, uh, interacts all the time with the commissioners, a very powerful figure in the sports world, although it might not occur to many fans that she does have that kind of power. Show don't tell, Scott. Uh, 
Pepsi sponsors 39% of the NBA, 55% of the NFL, about 40% of Major League Baseball. This is league, why we, this is why we have the underscore this is right why here. We the, wait, you know what? <laughs> At, Novi Williams underscores the point. Uh, this is <laughs> why we have <laughs> League-wide deals with the NHL and NBA. Uh, they are also, for our younger fans out there, uh, one of the early movers into esports. Mountain Dew, their their one of their soda brands Extra uh, was one, Extra of the, one of the first yeah. to get in there. Uh, Doritos is another brand as well that has done kind of a lot. Ali Landry of... ad during the Super Bowl, exactly. How about that? Very nice. And unlike you, yeah. the, I want the world to know how this works. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, like at about whenever we're recording, I I move over to Evan and say, "Come on, it's time, let's go." And he's got the little little pen he's got, and he's writing in his notebook. Now I know what he's writing. It's it's. <laughs> It's the, it's, meat, the it's the meat the and potatoes and the statistics that back our generalizations. <laughs> Thank goodness for Novi underscore Williams. We love Evan. We do. We love Evan. <laughs> what else you got, Evan? What else you got on Pepsi? Oh, wait. No, you know what we never did? What we never do? We never did the Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi blind taste oh, test with Bart. Oh. I'm telling you, I, there's a difference. Well, uh, oh, you Big said you difference. could tell the difference. There's, there's no question I can tell the difference. We'll find uh, yeah. Now when, we have to uh, hopefully tune in Wednesday. Next, well, we're tune, tune in Wednesday, Wednesday for the results. listening out there knows what I'm talking about. That Coca-Cola compared to Pepsi. Coca-Cola, there's, well, let me put it this way. Pepsi has a little sweeter taste than Coca-Cola. Okay. Well, well, I think, see, I think Coca-Cola has a little bit of a sweeter taste than Pepsi. One see, of you is wrong. There, there we go. I see. Taste is in the, in the tongue of the beholder. What was, what was that thing that people heard one thing and it was another thing? What was that thing that oh, was... Uh... Yanni versus yeah, Yanni. Oh versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Lauren and Yanni. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Which, right. Uh, which I never understood. That it's like, how can you not hear <laughs> Laurel? I, I'm sorry, you, you can't. But in this case, with Pepsi versus Coca Cola, I, I, it, there's oh. more of a the carbonation is more in the Coca Cola. Right. Well, I like to reward our loyal listeners with mentions. And Allison Sadovsky, when we previously had this discussion emailed me directly to be like when she's been at restaurants and sorry if i get this wrong allison but if they if you ordered a coke and they said oh i'm sorry we only have pepsi is that okay she'd be like no forget it i've never heard that so the taste is for her the taste is that different but i'm still i'm still doubting whether or not you can pick it up do do restaurants have poor licenses in the same way that stadiums do how does a restaurant choose whether they offer both or Probably one whoever or the other? gives them the better deal, be my so, guess. So just like they do at Madison Square Garden, for example, you know, Coke and Pepsi will will vie to be the official Coke at or the official soda at a let's say, I don't know, Papa John's or something like that. Is that Well, I mean if you're dealing with a, a, a national chain like that, then you probably incentivize and might even yeah. fork over a few bucks to be the official mm-hmm. because it's worth it. But you know, at, at a one-off a restaurant, restaurant yeah, on I, Lexington I Avenue. It's correct. Just a, I, I would doubt that would be the way it would work. By the way, from the Midwest in Michigan, Detroit, where I was born, we called it pop. So when I came to New York and I said, can I have a pop? The guy, the guy in Manhattan looked at me like, what are you talking about? Now, in the South, it's like they call cowboy. it. Yeah. <laughs> you're, lucky, you're lucky you didn't get punched in the I, face. Was like, what you wait, doing? wait, Bart, let's bring up Detroit again. In Detroit, if you ask for a pop. Oh, I mean, and then in the South, they call it soda. Yeah. Or sometimes people say Coke, but they mean the whole gamut. But of, if you're in the South, you just order sweet tea. So fountain, it doesn't really matter. drinks as well in some places. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just wondering right. why in and New for York. Unscientific, by the way. All of our bosses here, Al Mayers, he he suggested perhaps doing a podcast on 
uh, Evan, like we were just discussing, the venues and how they pick their soda, sort of the business behind it. Yeah. I'm curious. Okay. Everybody tweeted Bar. Like, you let Big Bar know, Big Bar Sports, <laughs> if you're interested in that. Now, Al's going to listen to this and be like, why are you asking me whether or not I asked you I, I'm interested I want to do it. So we're going to put our boss down as, yes, he'd like to hear it. But I'm curious if others would like to hear, hey, we'll get a guest on who can explain the business of soda as it pertains to sports venues. Whether it's just a marketing deal or if there's something more How do they capitalize? Yeah, how do they capitalize? What's the ROI? What, how do you utilize it? If, if you want to hear more about that, at Big Bar Sports. What, you know what? Put a Twitter poll out there so people can yeah. follow you. You know how to do the poll yet? No. <laughs> Fiddle around with your little icons. I we'll wish come you over. could see <laughs> just Evan's dropped, look. Just like it, was like, it was a face plant right there. Well, where, where I, I right still now? don't even know how to do a poll. Evan, should we do it too? We'll all do it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's uh, do it. All right. Well, we'll we'll all do it. But like, go to Big Bar Sports and let's see how many votes. Well, wait. You got to show me how to do it. We will. We will. Teach a man to fish. Feed him for a lifetime. Give a man a fish. Feed him for a day. Feed me today. I'll feed you today. <laughs> but you will. You can then feed yourself for the rest. What else we got? What's our last one? What, we, what else are we talking about? Oh. 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 What? Surprise one. I got to do a surprise one oh, here. This right. is this is my my bonus ding 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 bonus moment. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Tooth, and it involves the Elliott family in NASCAR. NASCAR. Chase Elliott, by the way, won his first NASCAR race at Watkins. Somebody Glenn. brought him a beer. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing? Well, no. It, it, but there's the other half of that. Okay. His dad, Bill Elliott. Yeah, whose name I know. In his 60s, yeah. is coming back to race, I want to say, in an Xfinity race. Is that safe? No, people. I've known people that have done it in their seventies. Well, I'm, I, and I'm saying, is that safe? <laughs> no, I, it, it's you know, I want to see. When my what father is... became seventy something, we had to take the keys away. So, so Bill Elliott is the Gordy Howe of racing. Is that well? You, he, if he got Detroit back Red into Wing. it, yeah, which I, I appreciate the appropriate reference. That yeah. was cool, man. I, I appreciate. It. <laughs> yeah, if he gets back into, I mean, there have been people that have been older that have. I mean, the late. James Hilton. I mean, he was in his 70s when he was driving. Never heard of you? No. Okay. okay. Anyway. Did you yeah. even had to ask me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Medina, was... James Hilton. Mark him down for more uh, more info. It, thank uh, you. I don't even know who that is. It, Morgan Shepard was another one who was around in his almost in his 70s or in his 70s. Sam Shepard, yes. Golden Shepard, yes. <laughs> Wait, Sam Shepard, the actor? No, no, no. no I made no, that up. No, I don't no. know who he's talking Morgan about. Shepard. Oh, man. <laughs> You've gone off the rails. This is... <laughs> this talk- is why we can't have nice things around you're here, man. You're talking about NASCAR. You're going to lose no, it. I- <laughs> no, but wait, why? Okay, but is there a business angle to this that he's coming back? I'm just, I'm my my thing is, is this is an old school name. Uh, I, well, I'm, you know I love NASCAR, so I was going to tune in anyway. But some of the old school fans who may be ticked off. The old school fans are still there. They need new fans. They need young blood. They don't need some 70-year-old geezer coming back, going around the track saying, in my day. Talk to me when Bill Elliott puts his son into the rails. <laughs> uh, when they're when they're trading paint out there, that, that might Ooh, be worth Trading paint, listen to you. Have I ever told you the Richard Petty story? No. I think I think we got to hear the Richard Petty Richard, story. Rich, <laughs> Lee Petty. Who was Richard Petty's dad? Okay, uh, this was way back when Richard Petty was young in his career. Where does Kyle fit in? It he's much later. Much later. <laughs> he's Wait, much later. can we give a time frame, please? So okay, I want I, I want to say around in the in the late fifties, early sixties, 
and Richard Petty won his first race. Here we go. <laughs> Richard Petty. 1979 Daytona Richard, 500. Richard Petty won his first race, <laughs> and they, and there was a protest. The guy who protested was Lee Petty, his dad, and it comes to find out that Lee Petty actually won the race. Mm, that sounds petty. Oh, oh, oh. Now, that sounds like a joke oh. I would be telling, man. That's, oh. that's one of those dad. You want me to wrap this up now? <laughs> I can wrap it up. <laughs> you okay. are listening. You can wrap. <laughs> this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Barr along with Scott Soschnick and Evan Novi Williams. We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with longtime sports and entertainment executive Tim Liewicki. I thought you would enjoy my NASCAR. Anyway, (laughs) you're listening to Bloomberg (laughs) Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online as an Apple podcast on iTunes.